Let's do it to it, honey. podcast where we will be discussing sex in the city episode by episode we will explore how the story shaped our understanding of being a modern woman what sexuality can be and other naughty bits i'm zimmy your cultural sex guide and i'm Britt, your super sex positive pop culture geek and, and this, this is, is funky, funky spunk. spunk awesome Britt. nailed it nailed it <laughs> welcome uh, to our first episode pilot episode pilot episode so exciting for those of you who are um, Sex and the City fans currently, uh, you will recognize this episode as not being like the others. And if you are not currently a Sex and the City fan and you are following along with us, you are in for a treat because it gets better from here. It gets so much better. There will also be spoilers and we suggest you start watching Sex and the City. Yes, we will try not to move ahead, but no promises, people. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Britt, do you want to take it away? Sure. To give you a brief overview of the pilot episode, Carrie is a brunette. She has short, dark, curly hair. Uh, that's not the important part of the plot line. Not a great look on her. <laughs> um, but essentially, Carrie's friend comes to, moves to New York. She's from London. We never see her again. But she kicks off the episode by having this wonderful whirlwind romance. And then he goes her mm-hmm. after they look at housing together, which I can imagine is traumatizing and so carrie then consults all of her friends and says what is happening to men in new york and then the episode is about men versus women in the new york in their 30s being single can i pause you right there who goes house shopping with a guy in the first two weeks of the relationship i don't know she cries is that something that People in their 30s who are single do, because as one in my 30s, I think that would be a red flag mm-hmm. and would mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. She's really cute, though. And She's... we never see her again. No, not at all. He fucked up, though. She's real cute. Yeah. So this sets up the uh, the idea that Carrie is a reporter. She's doing interviews. Yes. She's single. She has single friends. And we get introduced to all of her cute, sexy friends. Yes. This is the true beginning of sex in the city. She, I think this is when we meet the classic four characters. The core four. The core four. Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha. We meet Mr. Big for the first time. So if any of you are listening to this podcast for the first time, listening to us talk about the pilot and you haven't seen it in a long time, did you know we meet Big in the pilot episode? I had no idea. I couldn't remember that we met him in the first episode. I don't think this is a spoiler, though. People know, if you haven't heard who Mr. Big is, you've been living in a bunker for the last (laughs) 40 years. I don't know who you are. It's true. But, yeah, he shows up in episode one. Um, But essentially, episode one starts to really get at this idea of should women be treating men the way men treat women? Mm Mm-hmm. Have sex like a man. Have, having sex like a man. Um, we probably find uh, people are split on, which brings us to getting dirty. In this next segment, uh, Britt and I will debate each other on some an issue core to the episode. And you, our viewers, will decide who's right. It will probably usually be me. <laughs> no, it's definitely going to be me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we will put the poll up on our Instagram. You can follow us. And uh, we'll put it on our story. And we'll uh, tell you who won the following week. Like It'll me. be me. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, uh, we are debating, should you have sex like a man or not? I think that you should have sex like a man. I think you should define what having sex like a man is so that we can debate this on even playing fields. Um, I Is that cheating? I feel like that's cheating. That's giving me extra time. But I mean, if you want to give me extra time, it'll just make it easier to beat you. All right. No, I don't want that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's lay out the rules, shall we? <laughs> Uh, each of us will get 30 seconds on the clock to debate our side of it. At the end of 30 seconds, we will then be able to propose a question to the other person that they then have to answer. And uh, we get each get a minute total for that. And then we will put it on our Instagram and you can tell us who won. Great. Let's find out how I win this round. <laughs> Do you want to go first? No, I'm going to let you go first. After you, Miss Zim. I'm not sure I'm entirely prepared for this, actually, now that I've been talking a lot of smack. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me put 30 seconds on the clock. Mostly, I've realized that in order to win, I need you to go first, because my rebuttal is going to be baller. Baller rebuttal. Okay, ready? Starting. I think that you should have sex like a man because it is empowering. Uh, Carrie went and found an ex-boyfriend and had sex with him and left immediately and felt energized. You feel empowered. You feel energized. You feel like you have control over the situation. If you have sex like a man, it means that you are doing it with little to no emotion. You are worried about your orgasm and then you can carry on with your day and not worry about the rest of the stuff, all of the emotional entanglement. And then you don't have to go out and hang out with him and hear about it. And I'm done. You are done. Okay. All right. Let's put 30 seconds on the clock for you. Ready. Set. Go. Okay. So, to some extent, you're right. Having sex like a man where we can have emotional and self-empowerment pleasure, fuck yes. All about it. Carrie leaves his bedroom feeling so good because he went down on her and he she didn't return it. Yeah, babe. Baller. However, then you have the other side of that, of realizing that that person only wanted that and you ended up you she fell into a hole of his own expectations as to how women should be taking away the power goes quick doesn't it it does go quick i should speak faster okay so i'm still right though i don't know about that so my question for you is do you think you women in general always fall into that expectation do you think that every time that you have a sexual experience with a man going in knowing that you're not going to have any entanglements do you think that do you they do you always fall into that emotional entanglement or can you separate it from can you separate yourself from the emotional entanglement that's my question I think in certain situations separating it is easy to do uh, I think in this situation in the pilot episode Carrie runs into an ex-boyfriend that was a mistake at 26 a mistake at 29 and another one at 31 or something along those lines and there no you can't But in the eyes of Samantha, who decided to go home with a very eligible bachelor that Charlotte was also already on a date with that night, it can be possible. You know, he said, oh, I have to be up in the early early in the morning and you can't stay. And she said, I can't stay. I have to be up early in the morning, too. And in that moment, yes. 
but otherwise I think it's tricky and I think in theory it should be tricky for both genders for all genders gender is not exclusive exclusive to binary that's a good point it's an excellent point actually mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you that one because we are heavily depending on gender here and yep and classic gender expectations but putting the political side of that aside mm-hmm. I think it depends on the situation. I've certainly had moments where I could walk in. I've had moments where I considered myself to have had sex like a man. And I left and it was great. But they were always borderline one night stands or engagements that maybe I knew the person, but it was on my terms. It was never something like, in this case, Carrie going back to somebody who has already kind of rumpled those feathers. Okay. All right. Do you have a question for me? I do. My question for you is, to have sex like a man, how do you put away the feelings or the emotions? I think in order to do that, you have to be a, an incredibly confident person and you have to set boundaries for yourself going in. You have to say, I am leaving within 10 minutes mm, of quickie. having my orgasm. I am not answering asking any questions i am not answering any questions and we are not going to make a plan for this to happen again you have to set up your own boundaries of what you feel comfortable with so that you can review those it's almost like a business plan when you're starting a business you can refer back to that business plan and be like have i gotten off track have i gotten off check (laughs) have i gotten off track uncheck oh bam (laughs) (laughs) exactly you set up those boundaries and i think it's when you stray from those boundaries that all that messy emotional stuff happens so can i ask a follow-up question Mm, is that a part of our rules sure why not all right great (laughs) follow-up question whose boundaries get control who yours always so in the case going back to the episode Mm -hmm. here carrie put carrie's doing research she decides that she remembers that he she had good sex with him. She goes back to have good sex with him. She leaves within 10 minutes of having her orgasm. She, like, checks all your boxes. But then suddenly, when he says, great, you're fi- you finally understand the relationship I've always wanted, all of the boundaries that she struck, struck are gone. They're out the window because the emotional complication. I think where I would disagree with you is that she didn't set up boundaries for herself. Mm. Those were examples Mm, mm, of mm. boundaries that I would have for myself. She didn't say, I'm leaving 10 minutes after. She didn't set that up for herself. So she wasn't prepared for that follow-up. She didn't know. She didn't have a business plan to refer back to and be like, what do I do Mm. in this situation? How do I feel about this situation? So she just, she went, she went in like a rookie. Touche. Yeah. You should not be having sex like a man if you're a rookie. You got to batter up to that. Call me, people. Call me. (laughs) I'll tell you what to do. Watch the television show. You will find it out through Sex and City, the way we did. The way we did. At a young age of late teens. God and HBO intended. (laughs) Uh, So who won this debate? You can tell us uh, via our Instagram poll and uh, vote, and you can tell me how superior my argument was. Or you can just know that I do so well with public acknowledgement of how great I am. (laughs) So maybe you just want to contribute to my need for self-fulfillment. Britt suffers from over-self-confidence. 
or the need for you to self-confident me. What does that even mean? That means I probably should not be having sex like a man. (laughs) So log on and tell us. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsors. is recorded at Steno Denver. Steno is a rad boutique co-working space in the lovely City Park West neighborhood of Denver. If you guys are looking to be more productive, you're looking to get your small businesses out of the basement, go check out Steno. You're going to meet some amazing people. It's a great place to work. Plus, our listeners will get one free week of co-working. Just head to their website at stenodenver.com and use the promo code FUNKYSPUNK. Hello! Did you miss us? You did. I could feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britt, we're back for our last and my favorite segment, I think. It's her favorite segment, yet this is our first episode. So let's find out how much she really likes it at the end of this. Just wait, can we call it sexpert? <laughs> it is a quiz section where each of us will quiz each other on either Sex in the City trivia or sex positive trivia or sexual health in general. Let's find out if either of us are sex experts. We might not be. I think this first one, it sounds like I'm going to find out if I'm a sex expert. I'm going to give Britt three questions Uh-oh. that uh, I found on WebMD. They're oh. backed up by sexual studies. All right. Come on, Miss Scientist. Okay. So three questions. We will keep track of our progress next week you'll quiz me what do you want to wager at the end of the season Hmm. i wish i could answer this after i answer my first three questions how about a bottle of mum napa rosé that seems great that is a beginning and an ender that's called a chip bookcasing (laughs) (laughs) bookends we're currently drinking sparkly rosé from Mum Napa. They are not a sponsor. They could be if they wanted to be. All right, ask me these questions. Let's see how good I am at sex. Okay. I am really good at sex. Again, she suffers from self-confidence. <laughs> okay, according to the National Opinion Research Center, the average American couple reports having sex how many times a year? Oh, a year. Ooh, that's a sad number. Okay, I would say it's probably 10 to 15. And a year? Hey. 10 to 15 times a year? Do you, all of the world talks about their sex droughts, and this is why affairs happen, and this is why, like, people find love in Animal Crossing. Like, there are a million reasons. Anyway. Okay, that's a wrong answer. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you another guess. Okay. Well, it's clearly more than this. Uh, So these are not people like my parents who should never listen to this podcast. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Rain it in, Britt. Stay off topic. Okay. Let's say 20 to 30 times on average in a year. I don't know. I pulled that number out of my ass. I could do real math. In a month, I assume you have sex 
a healthy relationship. I don't know what a healthy relationship. I can't put that standard on other people. So let's assume maybe once a week, so four, three to four times a month. So 12 times that. You're assuming that people have sex one time a week? On average. And there are 52 weeks in the year? Yeah. So, okay, my math still doesn't add up. So let's say 60 to 75 times. 60 to 75 times. I, I need one number. Give me one number. All right, 69. 69. <laughs> Britt thinks that the average couple has sex 69 times. Okay, the next question. How long, according to a study by the Journal of Sexual Medicine, does a man have to be having sex before he ejaculates on average, according to the Journal of Sexual Medicine? Wouldn't that depend on the age of the man? I, you're going to have to ask the uh, scientist, but according okay, to well, the Okay, well, clearly, Ms. Zimmy is not the scientist No, on room. average, on average. On average. So you're okay, so we're bringing in teenagers age. through 99. Yes. How long does a, a man have to be penetrating? I uh, would say on Something. average, let's say three minutes. Three minutes. Okay. Is that your final answer? I guess so. Are you going to make me feel bad about it? <laughs> Listen, you get to do this next week. It's going to be good, guys. Now that I know what we're up against. Okay, so question is, hold on. The G-spot exists on the outer vaginal wall. True or false? I think false because I heard that the G-spot ended up just being kind of described as a myth, as like a block of cells, but whether or not it correlates to what we know as g-spot i thought had been decided it was a myth is that your final answer you guys i have great sex i don't know why i know nothing about it <laughs> that's my final answer okay Britt, you did really well oh shit yeah of course i did i have great sex <laughs> i mean you lost a couple of these okay there but, were three but i mean three <laughs> Pretty good. These were hard. These were these were hard. They were way harder than I expected, considering I haven't studied sexual health since. You know, I went to public school, so never. <laughs> yeah, it's so not never. totally true, but it's pretty damn close we to true. Talk about the politics of that in another <laughs> another podcast. Uh, okay, so number one, according to the National Opinion Research Center and WebMD, the average American couple has sex 66 times a year. Shit! Mm-hmm. Come I mean, on. way more than 15, which was your original answer. You know... I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to give you a point for that, actually. Uh, yeah, 66 to 69. I mean, I had to, like, verbally process my way there, mm-hmm. but, like, tight. Yeah, I'm going to give you that. Uh, so the average time... That a man has to be penetrating before he has an orgasm. You said... Three minutes. It's actually 5.4 minutes. Damn. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that one. No. I solidly lost that one. And does the G-spot exist on the outer vaginal wall? False. It's a myth. Great. Well, it's not necessarily a myth. Uh, It is... Let me read you the whole thing. Whether the G-spot exists is a matter of debate. Popularized by the 1982 book, The G-spot is a region found behind the pubic bone that has been credited as the trigger for a vaginal orgasm. And when a catalyst for 
and even a catalyst for female ejaculation. However, some experts note that there's no unique anatomical structure where the G-spot is supposed to be located. If the G-spot exists, it's best described as an erogenous zone rather than a part of a woman's anatomy. So, yeah, sorry. that's what I said. Sorry, people, you're on your own. You just gotta explore. You, you just have explore. to figure it out. Figure it out. That's um, a good homework assignment. Try. That's two out of three. Report right? back. Hey, yeah, good yeah. job. Sixty-six percent. You just are like sixty-six times a year are an aspiring sex expert. Um, I think it's hard to how many times like. Would you be able to answer how many times you've had sex in a year? Have I, would I be able to answer how many times I've had sex in a year? Or like, yes. gone at, like, would I be able to say how many times the average couple has sex in a year? I when I actually uh, took these, I tried to answer these questions on my own before I asked them to you, and I came up with 156 as the number. Oh, damn. Of what I think an average couple does. That household is moving and shaking. <laughs> moving and shaking. Yeah, so I didn't. But, I mean, I gave you that. They were, you were really close. Yeah. Two out of three. Yep. So we'll see next week what happens. But uh, thanks for joining us for our pilot episode. We'll be back next week for episode two. Watch along and definitely log on to our Instagram account and vote so you can tell me that I'm right. <laughs> or affirm everything that I already know to be true. That would be fine, too. Thank you very much. Thanks, Funky guys. Spunk Podcast! Goodbye! Goodbye.